Hello everyone, welcome back to the Daydream and Listen podcast. My name is Krista. I hope that you guys are all doing excellent and that you're having a wonderful day so far. I'm doing really great right now. I've just been having a nice relaxing weekend, which I really needed and I will get into that when I discuss my highs and lows of the week because man, it has been a long week. Um, But yeah, it's been a pretty productive yet relaxing day, which those are always great, you know, whenever you want to get a lot done, but you also don't want to do like too much. You don't want to overwork yourself. That's been the vibe of the day. So I'm really excited to get into this week's episode because I lately... I've just in my brain been compiling together a list of what I would like to call hot girl hacks. So, you know, everything has become hot girl-ified. You know how there's like the whole yesified thing? This is just the hot girl version of just life hacks. And now I'm not going to be talking about like the silly five-minute crafts, like those types of stupid life hack things that you would see on YouTube. These are just random things that I do in my day-to-day life. They are like fashion, beauty, lifestyle related. Things that I'm like, I wish someone would have told me to do these when I was younger. You know, think of it as like I'm your older sister or like a friend who's just like sharing tons of random tips for you guys. So that's what I want to do um, because, you know, we're all trying to live our hot girl lives, be our hot girl selves out here and so I want to talk about my hot girl hacks um, because I think some of these you can benefit from. I think we can all benefit from but before I get into that, let's first discuss the highs and the lows of this past week in my life. So I guess I'll start with my lows just because if I start with my highs, things will sort of feel a little out of order. So my biggest low of this past week was just feeling very, very exhausted. Like I had a lot going on with work and then also just feeling like mentally and emotionally drained. I've just been having a lot going on in my personal life that just has been draining me. You know, I feel like I've been giving a lot of myself with my job and the things that I'm making creatively, which is amazing and brings me so much joy. But you know, at the end of the week when you're just like, man, I am so tired right now. I'm really trying to like prevent a burnout. And I felt like this week I was borderline on burnout mode. Um, So yeah, I've been taking some time to just kind of refresh and one tip this is not part of the hot girl hacks but this is just one thing that um, my dad actually shared with me this past week I was telling him like I just feel so tired and like so drained by everything and he was telling me like maybe this weekend take some time to refresh relax and just like recharge yourself and he was like here's the thing you know lots of people take breaks on social media whether it's like a 24-hour fast multiple days a week a month whatever but during the time whenever they're quote-unquote fasting they don't do anything to recharge themselves other than just like 
sleeping, just normal resting. And he was like, if you want to do that, like if you want to spend less time looking at a screen because you've been looking at one all week or you want to just do other things to recharge yourself, then do things that are going to benefit you. Like maybe it's reading a book or like for me, since I'm Christian, like reading my Bible or going on a drive and listening to my favorite music and not worrying about anything else, going on a walk, even though it's been very cold, I will say, but you know, we did get a nice day. So, you know, going on a walk or going and doing something that you love that is low effort, but it's just going to bring you joy, drawing, things like that. So, that is what I've been doing and I just wanted to share that because if you just feel drained, burnout, whatever, and you're like, okay, I need a reset. I feel like a lot of people's go-to is I'm going to spend less time on my phone, which is great, but if you're doing that, make sure that you're filling the free time, not just like staring at your walls, that you are doing things that are going to actually recharge you so that when you come back from your fast or you go into the next week, you're feeling like boosted, recharged, you know, you've been using your time wisely. So I just wanted to share that little tidbit for you all. And then for my highs of the week, I will say my highs were really great. I have been feeling so much more refreshed after relaxing, especially the past few days. You know, I've been um, just going out, running errands, which I know for some people it seems like a daunting, tedious type thing to do, but I love it. Like, I love getting in my car, driving, listening to my music, and just like getting stuff done. And then I also went thrifting um, this past week, which is something that I've really, really been wanting to do because it's just been a while since I went thrifting. And oh my god, God, I found, I truly think this might have been my best thrift trip ever because the things that I found were amazing, amazing. So normally I go to my local Goodwill, but this time I switched it up and I went to this thrift store that I've been to before, but it's been a hot second. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this place another chance and they totally delivered. Oh my God, it was like the best shopping trip ever ever. I really wanted to get some new items for my closet and I know we're still in winter, at least like in the east side of the country, it's still very much winter, but I know spring is on the horizon so I wanted to get some pieces that were going to be good for that transitional period and then just, you know, really great spring pieces. So I just ended up going hard in the paint and finding amazing, amazing things that if I told someone like I found them at the thrift store, I think they'd be really surprised just because the quality was amazing and I just thought they were like super, super fashionable. Now, there are definitely some things that like have a dated look to them. Like for example, one of my favorite things that I got and I cannot stop just smiling. I'm like beaming from ear to ear just thinking about this bag that I found. I really, really was manifesting a sort of like nostalgic early 2000s type bag. Truly, I wanted a Juicy Couture bag, but I was like, I feel like I'm gonna be hard pressed to find one because I just 
usually we'll see them on like Poshmark or Depop or places like that. I've never seen one in person at a thrift store. But as I was walking through the purse section, I stumbled across one of those they're kind of like slouchy hobo bags that have all of the sequins on them. You know what I mean? Like girls on the Disney Channel would always have those bags, especially London Tipton. I feel like she always had one of those type of bags. Look it up if you don't remember. But anyways, I was like, oh my God, like I've always wanted one of these bags before. And you know, even though it's definitely going to look very early 2000s, I do not care. Like, I've always wanted one of these bags. I'm living out my childhood fantasy and it's black. The sequins have like the iridescent look to them, so they look like 50 different colors, but the base material is black. So I was like, okay, this is going to go with a lot of stuff that I have. It's just super fun. I feel like it's full of personality and I'm like, why not? Like this is everything I wanted. And it was only like a few dollars. So I'm like all the more reason to buy it. Anyways, it was just a wonderful thrift trip and I'm really, really trying to pace myself. So I just don't keep going back every week because, you know, when you I don't know, hold off on going shopping for a while and then you finally go and you have a great shopping experience, it just makes it all the more worth it to wait for like those good experiences. Like I'm going to be savoring this thrift trip for a long time because it was truly so fun. Like I was out by myself just having a little afternoon to myself and I ended up finding so many great things. If you want to see the full haul, not to shamelessly plug here but I did make a TikTok about it so you can go check out my TikTok. I'll have it linked below if you want to show it some love or just see what I got. Okay anyways enough talking about my highs and lows of the week. Now I want to get into talking about my hot girl hacks. So like I said at the beginning of the episode I sort of broke these up into different categories mostly fashion, beauty, and then lifestyle which lifestyle just compiles everything that's not fashion and beauty related to me at least and I'm not going to be like just giving them like here are all the fashion ones here are all the beauty ones like they're kind of going to be all jumbled around maybe that'll make things more interesting but yeah I'm just going to start off with the first one which is a beauty hack so on TikTok I've been seeing so many people talk about slugging which if you haven't heard of it, it's basically where you take petroleum jelly, aka Vaseline, and you apply a thin layer of it on your skin overnight and you go to sleep with this petroleum jelly on your skin and it's supposed to moisturize your skin and it can really heal your skin's barrier. And for me, I've always had incredibly dry skin, so when I found out about the whole slugging thing, I was like, this is amazing. I mean, normally I wear a nighttime moisturizer, but this, like, if you've ever felt petroleum jelly Vaseline before, like, it's very, very thick. So I apply this directly around my nose. I apply a thin layer, like, all over my face and my neck. Don't forget your neck. It's very important to hydrate the neck region. But I definitely emphasize applying this around my nose because that is where I tend to have the most dry, irritated skin. And if I don't treat that area, 
like I'm not moisturizing it, I'm not taking care of it, it can low-key turn into like eczema. Like it, it's really, really bad. So definitely recommend slugging. And while we're on the topic of Vaseline, another beauty hack that I want to share is if you are someone who puts perfume on your wrist and your neck region, like sometimes when I spray perfume, I kind of just, you know, spritz it all over my clothes, like my hair region. Like I kind of just do like a broad spray. But if you're focusing specifically on your wrist and neck, I recommend applying a very, very thin layer of Vaseline on your wrist and your neck and then spraying your perfume over top. For whatever reason, it like locks in the scent so much more and like your skin obviously absorbs the scent but for whatever reason it helps it like stick on the surface more and it just makes it more prominent I guess. I don't know. I've done it before and I feel like people will compliment me more on my scent or will notice my perfume when I do that. So just a little tip and I would say this is really beneficial for like the spring and summertime if you're wearing short sleeve shirts like you don't have like bulky sweaters and layers on because I I will admit that I don't put this on often whenever I'm wearing like lots of layers because I don't want the Vaseline to like get in my clothes you know what I mean so two things that you could do Number one, you could apply this Vaseline perfume combo on maybe like 30 minutes before you're going to get dressed so that your skin has time to absorb majority of the Vaseline and so your skin won't be super sticky. And then the other option is to do this mostly whenever you're wearing short sleeve shirts or if you're going to be like cuffing your clothes at your wrist or you're not wearing like a turtleneck or something like that. So yeah. Totally recommend if you really want your perfume to like last longer and be more prominent. Okay, and now for a fashion tip. I feel like I've said this before, but I truly cannot say it enough is that you need to get the brand Double Stick. You need to get Double Stick tape. If you are someone who likes wearing, you know, I don't know, all different types of clothes, maybe clothes that have like different cutouts or like a low cut or something like that or strapless or whatever I cannot recommend double stick tape enough it is in my opinion the best tape that you can use for securing your clothes to your skin so like for example I have this one dress and I love it so much it has a pretty deep v but it's not like a wide V, you know what I mean? Like there's enough width to it where I'm like, I need to tape things down so that, you know, when I turn, like you're not getting side boob action. I mean, unless you want that, like all the more power to you. But I was like, I want this to stick to my chest. Like I don't want to have to worry about like, what if I'm flashing? Oh, sorry. What if I'm flashing someone? And so I use double stick I'm pretty sure you can get it on Amazon. I've gotten mine at um, this store in New York City. It's called Manhattan Wardrobe Supply. They have the best styling things ever. Like basically all of the big stylists in New York City go there 
I think you can shop on their website, but I'm pretty sure like majority of their products you could find at Amazon. Um, just saying, I mean like if you're in New York, support their business because they do a great job. But yeah, double stick tape is always there and it is the best thing ever. And it's nice because it comes in these small little packages that you can just throw in your bag and it's perfect for if you're going out somewhere or if you're planning on changing, just always have double stick with you in case, you know, you want to secure clothes or whatever. So cannot recommend that enough. And then another fashion tip that I totally recommend is having rubber bands in your arsenal and you can use them to scrunch up your clothes and make them stay in place. So I think probably like the most commonly used example for this is with blazers. I love a good oversized blazer, but the thing is, is that I like it to be oversized in certain places and more fitting in other places. So I like it to fit a little bit more in my arms and be more baggy in the torso. So what I do for that, like to achieve that look, is I have rubber bands or you can use hair ties and you put them up the sleeves of your arms, like the exterior of the blazer, and then you sort of like scrunch them up so the fabric is, it looks like you're like rolling up your sleeves almost, like it has all these folds and creases to it, and it can tighten up the look on your arms, make it look more fitted, and then in the torso, it's like much more baggy. I don't know. I just, I love the look of it and it's a really great hack because it will last for a very long time. Like, you know, whenever you roll up your sleeves, it will only last for a little bit, especially if you're like moving and walking around. This hack works tremendously. Now I will say, you know, it can hurt a little bit after a while and just got to be wary. You don't want to cut off your circulation, but, you know, they make all different sizes of rubber bands, and if you have a hair tie, you can always try that out to see if it works. But that one's always great. And if you're a short girl like me, you can also do this hack with your pants. Sometimes I have pants like trousers, jeans, things like that, where there's just too much fabric at the bottom, and I don't want to cuff it because I'm not, like, sometimes I don't want them to be cuffed. I don't like that look with my outfit, things like that. So I will do the same hack, but just with my ankles and will kind of scrunch the bottom fabric so that it's positioned like the way that I want it to. Um, so, you know, I'm not stepping on my pants, but they're not cuffed. You know, it's like an easy way to, or an easy alternative for making your pants a little bit shorter. Okay, and then for the next one, um, I kind of said this earlier with my slugging hack, but this is one thing that like I have to emphasize is making sure that you are bringing your skincare down to your neck and even parts of your chest. So mostly with like moisturizing, I think this is really, really important, but you know, if you like let's say you live in a warmer state or like a warmer country where it's always sunny and you're wearing things that are gonna have your neck and chest exposed, make sure you're putting SPF on those areas 
because oh my god I can't tell you how many times I've gotten my chest area or like my shoulders sunburned during the summer it's not a fun time and you do not want to dry out your skin and make it like itchy and damaged so always recommend bringing the moisturizer and the SPF down to those regions um, because it's just going to help a lot more. Now I don't want to like get all preachy about like anti-aging stuff especially if you listen to my one episode about doing things that make you feel younger because that whole episode was basically about like yes it's amazing to have beauty products that can help with aging and like can help with your skin but like we shouldn't be so stressed especially like I'm 23 like I acknowledge I'm young so especially at like a young age you you shouldn't be like stressing so much about preventing aging and how aging is such a bad ugly thing and like heaven forbid you get fine lines and wrinkles I know that like people will say slugging and bringing your moisturizer and SPF to your neck and chest is like great for anti-aging and can help with you know wrinkles and fine lines you know you can certainly do it for those reasons I do it because my skin is super dry and it just makes it feel so much better so you know pick whichever reason for doing it um but yeah I just wanted to share because I find it's a good hack especially for this time of year when it is the temperatures are so much colder at least where I live. Okay, now onto a lifestyle tip. I feel like I've been giving lots of fashion and beauty ones, so let's switch it up with a lifestyle hack. So I am very, very passionate when it comes to having good music whenever you're working out. Because for me personally, I cannot be working out in any capacity unless it's like a leisure stroll outside without listening to listening to good music. Like I cannot watch a show. I cannot listen to a podcast. Like I just, I can't do it. I have so much respect for people who can because for me, I just need to have like intense hype music or music that just like makes me feel a confident and excited to work out. So I've said this before and I will say it again that if you are someone who like, I don't know, you're sick and tired of your playlist and you need a quick fix for workout music that's going to be long enough for whatever it is you're doing, cannot recommend enough Beyonce's homecoming album. It is one of the best I mean, one of my favorite albums from her, honestly, even though like it's a live album and I know a lot of people would only consider her studio albums to be her best, but it's such a good album and the music is amazing for working out. Like it has this energy behind it. And also you have the aspect of the crowd. I should have stated this at the beginning. The album is from her Coachella performance. So it's a live album. You have the aspect of the crowd, which just, I don't know, adds to this level of like feeling hyped up. And all of the songs are from all of her different studio albums. So it's like a great mix of every era of Beyonce. It's amazing. It's a very long album. So you can listen to one half of it for one workout and then another half for another workout or split it up however you want to. It's amazing. Cannot recommend enough. Um, Another music playlist tip 
is I've recently discovered um, that there are playlists on Spotify that are like Victoria's Secret Angel playlists. Now, I know the Victoria's Secret fashion show, like, it doesn't happen anymore, and it was pretty problematic when it was happening, but the these playlists, like, if you just look up, like, Victoria's Secret Angel or VS Angel playlists, they have some pretty good music on there. Like, a lot of it is from 2000s, 2010s, things like that, and it's just, like, good music that, like, makes you feel very confident, and one thing that I've noticed is whenever I work out, like, if I'm running on the treadmill or just, you know, doing something that can get, like, pretty repetitive, I will picture myself, like, I will be listening to music and will picture myself in the music video. I know it sounds so corny, but it just, like, gets me in the zone. And I don't work out at a gym, like, I'm very fortunate enough to have a treadmill in my basement, so I will be in the basement by myself, like, zoned out into this music video world, like, listening to whatever song or if I'm listening to the Beyonce album, I picture that I'm in the crowd. Like, picture my treadmill planted in the field at Coachella, and, like, I'm just running to her music, and she's hyping me up. Like, I just think of stuff like that, and it gets your mind off of how much pain you might be in, or, like, how long you've been doing something, or if you're out of breath, or something like that. Like, obviously, don't push yourself if you feel like you're hurting yourself, or anything like that. But, you know, you can always, you know, stick it out and try to hit a PR or something like that. Um, at least when I'm talking about myself with a running. Like, I'm not pushing myself to where I'm going to be, like, in lots of pain. But I'm like, alright, I can go for, like, another minute or something like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, zoning out of, like, what it is you're actually doing and listening to that good music that makes you feel... Like, you're the main character, you're in the music video. Also, my other music playlist hack for running is, and don't roll your eyes because I know some of you will, is the music from Euphoria. There are some songs from Euphoria that I found to be really good for running. Um, Specifically, I think it's All For Us or All Of Us. Don't hate me if I got that wrong, but it's like the main Euphoria song that Zendaya and Labyrinth sing. It's pretty good for running. I know some people might say like the pace is too slow for them, but I think it's good for running, a hot girl walk, things like that. Also, oh my god, (laughs) I don't want to sound like a psychopath for saying this, but the one song, it's from like the season one album. It's Nate Growing Up, I think is what it's called. I'm literally going to sound like a psychopath for liking to run to this song, but it's a very hype song, and look, I don't picture myself playing Nate in the show when I listen to this song, but it's like the pace of it is good with the pace that I'm running, so I like it, and I can only listen to like, I'd say the first two minutes of it, because the last minute or so, it's like very, very slow. So I usually cut it off after the first two minutes. And then the newest song, oh, I forget what it is, but it's from the second season. Um, Let me look it up real quick. But it's from, I think, episode five um, when Rue is running 
And so, yeah, you can literally picture yourself in that scene, like, running from her family, running from the police. Um, the song is Yeah, I Effin Did It. So, if you watch that episode, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, Euphoria, don't sleep on the music because it might hype you up to run. For me, having good music is the key to having a good workout. I'll just say that. Okay, and now for another lifestyle hack. We're going to be talking about food things. So one thing I've noticed is for breakfast, I always have like the weirdest mood and approach to breakfast. Like I'm not someone who gets like super, super hungry in the morning. For whatever reason, I'm like way hungrier later on in the day, but I've been trying to like get more into breakfast because I know it's a good way to like balance out eating and whatnot. I'm not saying like everyone should be doing it, but like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a healthier approach for me personally. And I found that eating melon or like something that is fruit incorporated for breakfast is really really great it doesn't even have to be for breakfast per se but like starting out my day with some type of melon or something that has fruit in it is just a great way for me to start the day I feel like it's so refreshing especially melon oh my god I know some people aren't a fan but I love melon in the spring and summertime when it's in season it's the best thing ever fresh honeydew fresh cantaloupe watermelon you name it like it's so so delicious very hydrating and that's always great because i usually wake up super dehydrated but yeah like different types of fruit or like if you want to have like oatmeal and have some fruit on top of it yogurt bowls things like that or you can have like a savory breakfast and have some fruit on the side but i always like having that bit of fruit in the morning Okay, next, another lifestyle thing. So this is kind of a workout thing, but it's a fun workout. And that's hula hooping whenever you're watching something. So I talked about my weighted hula hoop in the episode, um, doing things that make you feel younger. Now, I know for a lot of people probably haven't hula hooped since you were in elementary school. And that's fair because up until last year when I bought a hula hoop that was the same for me but I got a weighted hula hoop just for fun because and also like partially for exercise purposes but I was like this is such a fun thing I miss hula hooping I used to do it all the time leisurely like just for fun and I'm like I could do this when I'm watching a show when I'm watching a movie catching up on YouTube things like that so that's something I've been doing you know if I'm watching Euphoria or I've been watching the one show on Hulu Pam and Tommy or if I'm catching up on YouTube something like that or watching a podcast I will put that on on my laptop and I will go ahead and hula hoop it's a fun little time it does definitely get your heart rate moving so you know it could be a nice bit of exercise for you but it's like fun exercise you know that's the only type of exercise or like leisure activity I can do when I'm watching a show or a podcast that's where I draw the line okay and then another lifestyle one 
I don't want people to like think I'm such a lame person, but I wrote down drinking pineapple juice as if it's a cocktail. Okay, hear me out, hear me out. I don't know why I like have gotten into drinking a little glass of pineapple juice every now and then. I love it. I love the taste of pineapple juice. I love pineapple. Like it's so good. And I'm not a big drinker. I mean, I will drink alcohol. Like I'll order a drink when I go out with friends or something like that. But I'm not one to like keep it in the house or like just, you know, when I go grocery shopping, like I don't pick anything up because I don't know. I'm I don't really like the taste of alcohol and I get really, really bad headaches even after like half of a glass. It kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Um, So lately I've just been doing this thing where like in the evenings I will make my dinner and then I'll pour myself a little glass of pineapple juice and have it with it. And I don't know, it just like makes it feel fancy. It just like makes everything feel more special, I guess. And you don't have to do this just with pineapple juice. Like, I used to sometimes do this with kombucha or, you know, if you have some other type of beverage you like, like sparkling waters, sparkling ciders, things like that, do whatever type of beverage you want. But it's always fun to just, like, pour yourself a little glass of something if you're trying to not drink or if you're just wanting an alternative. I just feel like it's it's a fun, fun little thing. There are so many different types of juices and like sparkling beverages out there. So you can always switch it up. I feel like that's the new thing at the grocery store. I always see like 50 new brands of kombucha, sparkling water, sparkling cider, random juice combinations. And so I just feel like it could be like a fun thing. You could even do like an afternoon pick-me-up if you don't want to do it with your dinner. So, you know, if you're at 3, 4 p.m. just feeling a little bit of a lull, pour yourself a glass of whatever thing and it's just like a fun little afternoon beverage thing. Or you could even have like happy hour with yourself. If you like work from home or whenever you get home, you're like, I just want to unwind, have something and maybe you don't want to have alcohol, you want an alternative, there you go. This one is also a lifestyle one. And I don't know if a lot of people know this. If this is a common, commonly known thing, I am sorry for being a broken record, but I need to share this with y'all. So my mom taught me this, I don't know, however many years ago, that if you are opening a jar of something, like a jar of soup, a jar of, I don't know, pickles, whatever, and you're struggling to open it with your bare hands, grab a rubber glove that you would use to like wash dishes, put that on one of your hands, and with your spare hand, hold the jar and just twist, twist it open with the um, rubber gloved hand, and you will be able to open it up so much easier. I don't know if this is a common thing, but like I do not wash dishes with gloves on. I just use my bare hands, but I will still always buy a rubber glove for this specific reason because I can't tell you how many times I've been in a pinch, I've been home alone, 
and I'm trying to open a jar and I've been using my bare hands at first and then I'm like, oh wait, the rubber glove trick. So cannot recommend that enough. If you're someone who struggles with opening jars, always have a rubber glove by you because it just, it makes life so much easier. Okay, and then another lifestyle one, which I don't think I've talked about this kind of stuff on the podcast, so, you know, bear with me if this feels out of pocket. Look, this is, I feel like people already know where I'm going with this. This is something that, like, everybody does. It should not be a taboo thing, and I'm your girl who's here to help you out. Like, I'm here to give you the tips, tricks, everything like that. Okay, so let's talk about bathroom stuff, okay? Specifically, going number two, okay? We've all been there where you are in a life situation. Maybe you're traveling. Maybe you're moving to a new place. Maybe life is just stressful. Maybe you're in college. I don't know. And you are just like, having stomach issues, you're constipated, maybe you have IBS, I don't know. And it's the worst thing ever whenever you just like cannot go to the bathroom. It's it sucks. It's awful. Not a fun time. Been there, done that many a times. Like, yeah, we won't get into it, but like I have experience. One thing, like I've tried so many different products, so many different remedies for constipation or just like having bloating stomach issues things like that the one thing that really has always helped me and this is my tried and true whenever i'm in one of the situations is magnesium citrate okay now y'all i guess i should have stocked up on this stuff before i said anything not that i think this is you know all of you are gonna go flocking to your nearest drugstore and buy up all this stuff but this stuff is super cheap it comes in a bottle. Um, I don't know how many ounces, but it's like a pretty small bottle, maybe like 10 ounces and it's dirt cheap. It's like 99 cents for the bottle. Now, the way that I use this, that I found to be most effective is like, I use this specifically if I'm traveling because like travel constipation is a thing and it's not a fun thing. It's the last thing you need to be worrying about when you're going on a trip. I buy a bottle of this and I bring it with me. You can get it at like Target, Walmart, Rite Aid, CVS, Walgreens, Dwayne Reed, all that kind of stuff. And I take a swig of it every morning. After I drink my water, if I have tea or coffee in the morning, after I have that, and I wait for about like 15 to 30 minutes and then I, you know, usually feel more at ease to go to the bathroom. This stuff works so effective. So if you buy the bottle of it, you can keep it in your medicine cabinet or like I said, bring it with you when you go on a trip and don't think you have to like drink the whole bottle. I highly do not, I highly recommend you do not do that. I just take a swig. Like if you're, you know, let's say drinking, having a drink of water, just imagine how much water you consume in like one sip. Do the same thing with a magnesium citrate. Works wonders. The other thing that I want to mention that I am like the number one spokesperson for this brand is Squatty Potty, okay? Now, y'all, I know my family, my friends have clowned on me for my Squatty Potty, but I don't care. I love it. I think it's great. I think everyone should get one. So essentially, if you've never heard of Squatty Potties, it's like a step stool 
that is warped to fit around your toilet and whenever you're going to the bathroom specifically number two you pull out the squatty potty from your toilet and you rest your feet on it as if you're like in a squatting position but your butt is still on the toilet like don't think you're like actually squatting over the toilet that would be really painful so you're sitting on the toilet but your legs are propped up at almost at like a 90 degree angle and it helps so much it helps you go to the bathroom so much more because i don't know all of the medical technical terms but there is a part of like your colon or something that when you sit normally like feet firmly planted on the floor when you're going to the bathroom that part of your colon is like pinched or it's at an angle where it can cause you more discomfort but when you are your legs are elevated and you're in that squatting position that part of your colon becomes straight or like more aligned so it's so much more comfortable and so much easier for you and your body to go to the bathroom i don't want to like gross people out because i know the topic of you know poo and bathroom stuff like can be gross but i'm like i need to share this with people i have a squatty potty i also have one for traveling they make collapsible ones I've never tried any other brand of like potty stool type things because I know there are other brands. I swear by the Squatty Potty. If they want to ever sponsor me, I gladly will highly endorse their products. So yeah, cannot recommend them enough. Okay, now pivoting back to fashion because I feel like we're talking about lots of lifestyle stuff for a while. So one thing that I love to do with my closet is finding new ways to wear my clothes. Like specifically, if I take a certain item, I'm like, okay, I can style this in a different way, but what if I wear this in a completely different way? And I feel like this is specifically easier with skirts and dresses. And it's one thing I'm getting so, so much more into nowadays is finding ways to wear my dresses and my skirts multiple different times and have it look completely different every single time so whether that be doing like the sports bra trick where you put on a dress and you put a sports bra on over top of the dress and then you layer like a sweater or something like a flowier top over top of your dress and you tuck it underneath the sports bra so that it stays in place just because like how sports bra materials are like much more stretchy um yeah doing that kind of thing is amazing also like i have actually been seeing this on the runway and i feel like it's going to make a comeback but in a much cooler way wearing skirts over pants it has to be like a little mini skirt i don't know if i can see like a full long skirt something like that but a mini skirt over pants and having it coordinate really well i think is a cool way to refresh your skirt. Also, if you have longer skirts, pulling them up and wearing them as dresses and maybe layering something over top of it, like doing all that kind of stuff and being very experimental with your skirts and dresses, I think is such a fun time. Layering things above or underneath, I feel like it's just so much fun. So definitely recommend that. If you're feeling like this lull and you're stuck with the items in your closet, I highly recommend doing that. Okay, and then another fashion hack 
that I actually saw this on TikTok. So shout out, I don't remember the creator's name, but it was so genius. This girl took a gold chain necklace, or I guess you could use like any type of necklace, silver, rose gold, whatever. And I don't even think it has to be chain. It could just literally be anything. And she took a wallet that she had and she opened up the wallet and stuck the chain at the bend or like the fold of the wallet, closed the wallet and closed the chain. And it was like a little, a little bag. It was the coolest idea ever. And I'm just saying that if you are someone who is like, I don't know, you struggle to find the right bag for going out. Like if you want to go out to a bar or going out to a club, dancing, karaoke, things like that, where you don't have like a full on bag, doing that I think is a really, really cool hack. And I just never seen anyone done that before or do that before, sorry. And I think she said in the video, like, I can't believe more people don't know about this. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I just felt like I had to pass it on and share it with you guys because it was so genius okay and then the last tip that i'm going to share is another lifestyle tip we'll end on a lifestyle hack for today and that is just going for a drive to clear your head i can't recommend this enough i don't know why i didn't do this more often i feel like it's just a big underrated thing of taking a drive in the afternoon at sunset in the evening, like late at night, whenever you're like most, I don't know, feeling like you need an escape. Maybe it's after a work day. Maybe it's, you know, something that just happened and you're like, I need to clear my head. Go for a drive, put together your favorite playlist or like a, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm saying. Put together a playlist of your favorite songs to listen to when you're in the car. It could be songs you love to sing, songs that just like have that vibe to them where you're like I would love to drive to this to like just cruise and enjoy myself I can't recommend enough it's one thing that I started doing in 2020 or 2021 I can't remember and it has just been game-changing for me for after a long day of school or work or whatever and I'm just or like if you're super bored and you're like I need something to do just going for a drive and clearing your head it's the best thing ever or if you live in a city where like when I was living in New York you can't really go for a drive there like that'd be kind of weird hop in a taxi or an uber and go for a drive but no if you live in a city where people just don't really drive you can put on a playlist go for a walk like find a walking path I always loved going to Chelsea Piers um or like the West Side Highway was always the best for walking because you're right by the water. It's awesome during sunset. It looks super beautiful. And the walking path just goes on and on and on. Like it, I swear it never ends. And yeah, just doing stuff like that where you either go for a drive, go for a walk to clear your head. It's the best way to start a week, end a week, get yourself through the week. So I'm going to leave you guys with that because... I don't know what this upcoming week holds for you, but maybe maybe take yourself on a drive, take yourself on a walk, clear your head. It can just be 
a super game-changing thing. So with that said, I really hope that you guys enjoyed all of my hot girl hacks. Maybe you'll implement some of these and you can be living your hot girl life. I know that I love doing these things and I just had to share them with you. Um, I don't really have much to say other than that. I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your day and an amazing week ahead of you. And as always, thanks for listening.